ask that you would have your way and that you would speak now to the hearts and minds of your people. And we believe that as you speak, our lives will never be the same. Grant your servant now grace again to stand and declare your word with power. I know that God, I can't do it on my own, but with you all things are possible. And as you've stood with me so many times before, I need you to do it again. And Father, I thank you and praise you for what you shall accomplish through your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, Amen. Luke chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. Luke 5, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon uh, him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and the net brake. And they beckoned unto the partners which were in the other ship that they should come and help them. And they came and filled uh, both ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to tag this text, things are scheduled to get better. Come on, lift your hand and say, things are scheduled to get better. Today I want to look at this fifth chapter of Luke's gospel and use it by the spirit of God to encourage your hearts. I have come to declare to the people of God that things are scheduled to get better. All of us have faced and do face areas of challenge. But I want to declare to you in the face of every challenge that things are scheduled to get better. I know the world is growing darker, but child of God, things are scheduled to get better for you. See, see the righteous are headed for a great reward. The, the faithful are about to experience uncommon favor. 
uh, the obedient are about to see something awesome happen on their behalf. And so I want to tell you this morning, don't lose hope. I want you to know that things are scheduled to get better. Don't throw away your expectation. Things are scheduled to get better. Yeah, yeah, I want you to know that down is not your final destination. And failure is not your final season. I want you to understand that things are scheduled to get better for you. God still has something else up his sleeve. Oh, yes, he does. You haven't seen all of God yet. He still has things that he wants to do for them that obey him. Come on here. He still has things that he wants to perform for them who take him at his word. And he wants you to know that things have already been scheduled to get better. Now, now I want you to get this because... Uh, it can always get better. And you know, sometimes when we have it good, we tend to put a ceiling on God. But I want you to know that things are scheduled to get better. It doesn't matter how good you got it or even how bad you have had it. I want you to know it's scheduled to get better. Oh, come on here. You might have it good, but it can get better. You might have it great, but it can get better. I want you to know that no matter what your present condition is, you serve a God who can make it better. And so let's don't box God in. Come on, because some of us, we, we, we see the Lord doing something and we reach a place where we, 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 we don't believe for anymore. But, but, but don't let anything stop you from believing God for even better than where you presently stand because God is a record breaker. Y'all know what we're talking about here. He is the record breaker. And so uh, God wants you to know that things are scheduled to get better. And so I want to lift up a few uh, lessons from this fifth chapter of the gospel of Luke as we declare this message that things are scheduled to get better. The, the text opens with Jesus seeing two ships in the lake of Gennesaret or what we better know as the Sea of Galilee. Uh, upon further inspection as Jesus notices these ships he sees that there are fishermen who have gone out of their ships and they are washing their nets after a long night of fishing uh, it is what the fishermen would do in that day they would wash their nets when they got finished with their fishing trip when they got finished with their uh, night out to, to, to catch the fish and so this is what I want you to get here that they're washing their nets and we find out that as they're washing their nets things have not quite worked out like they thought they would now the first thing I want to declare to you today is that sometimes things don't work out exactly as we had anticipated I said the first thing I want to declare to you is that sometimes things don't work out exactly as we had anticipated they would. 
Uh, life can be something, I'm telling you, uh, as we seek to uh, go forth and do our best. Things don't always work out the way that we thought that they would. No doubt, Peter, uh, if he had known him and the sons of Zebedee who were his partners, if they had known that there was nothing to look forward to, they probably would not have wasted their night. Oh, but they went out fishing because they were expecting to bring in a harvest. They were expecting to bring in fish. They were fishermen by trade. They knew the waters. They knew what time to go out. They knew where the fish were hanging out come on here and they knew what time the fish were usually there that they had been fishing back and forth and they had fishing down to a science however we learn from the text that they're washing their nets because they did not have a big catch of fish as a matter of fact, if you read down in the text, you'll see that they didn't have a catch of fish. They had caught nothing. They had expected, no doubt, that they would have a good night. Everything seemed to be flowing well. Uh, it seemed to be a good fishing night. And so they went out. And when they went out, things did not work out as they expected that they would. That they worked the fisherman's shift through the night. Uh, and the Bible says they have not caught anything. They've not caught anything. Not one fish have they caught. And Consequently, they're washing their nets. Now, the method of fishing used at this time would consist of throwing the net in the water and allowing the net to sink and then you would pull in the drawstring to close the net and pull it back into the boat. But, but the thing about this method is that when you were fishing with the net and pulling the drawstring, there would be a good amount of debris that would be caught in the net. Dead fish, sticks, shellfish, and seaweed would be caught up in the net. Uh, have you ever been in a place where you pulled in some stuff but it wasn't what you wanted? <laughs> you, you, you pulled in something you got something but it wasn't what you went out there for you were expecting something better but when you looked what you pulled in was not what you preferred Peter and those with him are now cleaning their net. They don't have fish, but they're cleaning debris. They're cleaning out sticks. They're cleaning out seaweed. They are cleaning everything, all of the trash out of their net, and they have caught nothing. They have caught nothing that they desire. And see, sometimes with all of our planning, things just don't work out like we thought. I need you to hear me by the spirit. Sometimes uh, things just don't work out like we had anticipated. Sometimes our best plans fall through. Now, now, I want you to observe this from the text as I teach it to you today. Uh, uh, Peter and those that are with him 
have caught nothing. But, but I want you to get this here. It's not because they've been slowful. They've not been lazy. The text said, when Peter talks to the Lord, we have toiled all night. Come on here now. Now this is something because it's one thing to lay back and get nothing. Come on, you know, because you can say, I've been lazy. I was slowful. I, I know. I know. Come on. I was throwing that thing out just hoping God would have mercy. But I know I ain't. <laughs> you know, that's on me. But what when you labor and toil and give your best? and do what you're supposed to do come on here and, and you put all of your energy and all of your labor into this thing and it doesn't come up like you thought you would it would now pastor what are you talking about well because uh, this is how life can be sometime and you know we don't talk about it a, a, a lot but, but you can spend your time laboring on something and giving the thing your best and it seems that it does not come out all of the time like you anticipated come on here this is what I'm telling you because as a pastor I have seen this and I know this personally you can labor and give your best best to a child give them all the right teaching all of the right training you can labor come on here and in all your labor it looks like they still take a wrong turn come on here you can labor and put it in them and give it to them and in all your labor it seemed like they have forgotten everything that you told them come on you can labor and labor and sometimes they get caught up with the wrong crowd and end up come on here Going against everything that they have been taught. Come on here. That, that's what I'm talking about here. Sometimes you give it your best. And even at your best, you find yourself in a bad situation. That people who work on marriages, they do all they can to make them work and make them work and make them work. And they fight and they try to be a good this and try to be a good that. And somehow, come on here, things seem to end up falling apart. Come on, I'm talking about labor and toil and don't act like it because this is the truth here that sometimes with all our labor, things just don't work out like we had planned. Come on, everybody ain't in divorce court because they didn't work. done all the right things been trying to take care of my body you know what I'm saying trying to do all of this how in the world I end up sick come on because this is this is one of those realities of life that sometimes we skip over and we do not deal with that you can labor you can labor and labor and labor and still end up in a hard place come on here you have prayed hard and prayed and prayed and prayed and you've done what you know to do you turned over your plate and it seemed like the prognosis has not changed and the diagnosis is no different what are you doing 
it seems like everything is going backwards and it's not because you've not been diligent it's not because you've not been praying it's not because you've not been obedient with all you know to do you have done it come on here and this is where the boys are this is where Peter is this is where his partners are we have labored we have toiled we have put our best in and with our best we still come up short well I want you to know that you don't need to lose hope just because things have not worked out as you'd hoped oh come on here Sometimes we go through a down season and we throw away our expectation. But this is what I want to tell you today, that things are already scheduled to get better. Oh, come on here. The night has been long. The way has been hard. Some of the challenges have been unexpected. And yes, you have given it your best. But let me tell you something here. Things are scheduled to get better. And just because it didn't turn out like you thought it would and like you thought it should have, I want you to know don't quit. Things are scheduled to get better. God is looking for faith. Faith to reward. God's looking for somebody to bless. Somebody hear me here. Things are scheduled to get better for you, for your house, for your child, for your health, for your son, for your daughter, for your home, for your finance. Things, baby, have been scheduled already to get better. So this is it. Peter and the boys, Jesus sees them and they're washing their nets. He doesn't even ask them, but you know, he can see defeat on their faces. Jesus goes up to them and he says to Peter, I want to borrow your boat. And this is my second thing. Don't let your disappointments cause you to hold back on God. I mean, I know you heard Luke 5 before you ain't heard this sermon though. Don't let your disappointments cause you to hold back on God. Well, Peter's frustrated. Have you just ever seen something? I mean, it just fell down and, you know, it just got to you to the place that you're wearing it. Come on, you start wearing defeat. Come on, and you know, <laughs> you know, people that know you say, what's wrong? With her? You ain't the same, ain't nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong. Right, but you're short, you don't want to talk and you got to go and and not yourself. Peter had 
been through something and those that were with him had been through something. He had fished all night and caught nothing. This was frustrating. This was disappointed. This was a, a gut-wrenching experience that you have spent your time and your energy. You've done the best you could. You've gone where you knew the fish were hanging out. You put out all of the fishing uh, uh, scales that you had and you've come up with nothing. I just want to go home. Don't talk to me. Don't ask me about nothing. Come on, don't ask. You just don't. I mean, I don't feel like that now. So can you imagine Peter's frustrated, washing out his nets, you know, uh, uh, disappointed. And Jesus walks up and says, can I use your boat? <laughs> use my boat? <laughs> That's my version of you. <laughs> Come on, because you know, this is not really a conversation that I want to have. But watch Peter in the day. Even though Peter is frustrated, even though Peter has been disappointed, even though Peter has toiled all night and caught nothing, when the Lord asked him for his boat, he gave the Lord a yes. See, that's what I'm talking about here. Come on here, Peter didn't let his disappointment cause him to hold back on Jesus. Somebody get what I'm telling you. He's tired, but he won't hold back. He's irritated, but he won't hold back. He's disappointed, but he won't hold back. He's exhausted, but he won't hold back. He didn't have a good night, but despite the rough night he had, he would not hold back on God. See, this is what I'm telling you here. Do you still have a yes when the night has disappointed you? Do you still have a yes when you're frustrated? Do you still have a yes when things have not gone exactly like you have expected? That's what I love about Peter. Peter says, yeah, you could use it. Jesus would require that he would thrust the ship a little up from the land, which means that Peter had to get up there, stop washing his nets, and move the ship. Come on here, he was tired, but he made a sacrifice. Come on here, because Jesus asked him, I need somebody here that will tell the Lord, you still have my yes. Sometimes I'm frustrated, but you still have my yes. Sometimes I'm disappointed, but you still have my yes. Is there anybody here that despite what you've been through, God still has your yes. No matter what happens, you have my yes. Even when life gets vicious, we got to remain willing vessels. The question is, despite your disappointments, can you still give God a yes? Will you surrender what you have for kingdom building? No matter what happens, God still gets a yes. Come on here. Peter does not allow his frustrations to make him dishonor God. So 
Jesus wants to use the fishing boat and turn it into a pulpit. He wanted to use it to teach the people. And Peter was tired, but he made a sacrifice. Come on here. I, I could pull it out just a little. Come on here. Even though I don't feel like this, I'm tired. I told all night, you worked hard. I want to go home. But this is something here. Don't let anything you have going on stop you from pleasing God. Sometimes you've got to honor Christ even when it's not convenient. Sometimes you got to give God your best even when you're not feeling it. Sometimes you got to give God your best when you're feeling your worst. Sometimes you got to advance the kingdom even when you're encountering affliction. Sometimes you got to be faithful even when you're not feeling it. Come on here. You got to be careful about how you handle kingdom things. Come on here when you're going through. Come on here. You got to learn how to smile. Come on here. I don't care what's going on. Don't stop speaking. Don't stop being nice. Oh, come on here. Just because you're going through, you don't have to wear it. So you might be going through a living hell, but you don't have to back up on the Lord. Come on here. So, so this is it. Some of you are about to be rewarded. And the Lord put this in my spirit because you have not let hard times stop you from honoring God. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Come on, some of y'all in here, you have continued to do the work of the Lord and people don't even know what you face. God, I feel the Holy Ghost here. And the Lord said, tell you that you are scheduled. Come on, I need somebody to grab this here. You are scheduled, amen, for things to get better in your life. Things have already been scheduled for you to get better. God said, I've seen you when you serve me in spite of your affliction. You were challenged and frustrated. Sometimes you were overwhelmed, but you stayed on your post. You kept obeying me. I need somebody to grab this here and I've got a message for you. Things are scheduled to get better for you. Somebody give him praise right there. Somebody give him glory right there. Come on here and praise him. Some people don't even know what it's taken for you to do what you do. Come on here. Some of you have had to wear a smile while you're going through the storm. Some of you have continued to praise God. Come on here while you're going through pressure. Some of you kept on giving hallelujahs while you had to walk through hell. I need a praiser in here. Let him give God a shout right there. Make a declaration over your life that things are scheduled to get better for me. Somebody give him praise right there. So this is it. God, this is the next one. God will not forget those who make sacrifices for him. 
Sometimes you look at the stuff and you say, I wonder, does anybody see? Come on, you, you're like Peter. Peter said, you know, we've been working with you and we're just trying to figure out, you know, when you pay. I mean, we've been, we've been going on with you a while now. And I mean, you ain't wrote no checks. <clears throat> Peter wanted to know what's in it for us. Come on. And Jesus said, wait a minute here. Nobody has forsaken anything for me. That I won't reward him 100 fold in this life and in the world to come everlasting life I need you to get this here baby God has not forgotten your labor of love for his kingdom see this is what I'm telling you here God will not forget the sacrifices that you make for him make for his church make for his people Peter and the others come on here have to wait on Jesus to finish because the Bible says Jesus takes the ship and he he turns it into a pulpit he starts ministering to the people come on here Peter's over there come on here having still been frustrated still disappointed and Jesus is ministering to somebody else cause see this is it it don't matter who gets it first first ain't final I need somebody to grab it here that's why if God does it for you I'm gonna celebrate cause the same God that did it for you He'll swing back around. Do I have anybody in here who remembers the God of the swing back? He knows how to do something for one person and turn right back around and bless them all. I'm telling you, God will swing back on you. Peter. Move the ship out. Jesus is dealing with the crowd, preaching. And Peter's still frustrated. Still disappointed. But this is it here. Even though Jesus took a moment to teach the people, he had not forgotten about Peter. Because God never forgets those who are a blessing to his kingdom. It seemed like for a moment... He had no regard for Peter's plight. He didn't even ask him, hey man, what's your catch? <laughs> he just walked up, I mean, kind of, you know, seemingly insensitive. Can I get the boat? <laughs> Come on here. Because see, you got to keep honoring God even when you don't understand God. <laughs> this is it here Peter is disappointed right on Jesus is dealing with the crowd but what I love the text here because God never forgets those who bless his kingdom it seemed like a moment that God had forgotten about Peter but let me tell you God can never forget those who are faithful to him and when you are a blessing to God's kingdom something good is coming to you The devil wants you to think that what you do for God is in vain, but it's not. Your labor for the Lord is never in vain. So, so sometimes it'll seem like God is handling everything for everybody else except you. 
but be encouraged. You seem like you're being skipped and overlooked. But God told me to tell you, your turn is coming. You can praise him here. I said, God says, your turn is coming. And it won't be long, baby. For every day you have to wait, not only will God pay you, but he'll pay you with interest. I know what I'm talking about here, baby. Sometimes God will let the time build up. Because every day it's building up and you stay faithful. Baby, there's interest on your blessing. There's interest on your breakthrough. There's interest on your miracle. And God will go beyond your wildest expectation. I need somebody to grab a praise right there. There. I'm giving to the Lord. Somebody give him praise right there. Be encouraged. Your turn is coming. You're on God's schedule. Things are scheduled to get better for you. And, and, and verse 4 says this. That, 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 that when he, Jesus, had left speaking to the people. He then turned to Simon, Peter. Come on here. Isn't that something here? I ain't forgot you, Peter. Just because somebody got it before you, doesn't mean that God's forgotten you. And see, this is what I want you to praise him for. Because see, some of y'all don't know, God never forgets you, but there's seasons where God will turn his active attention towards you and get ready to do something on your behalf. And see, this is why some of you got to praise him because God is turning his active attention towards you. God is getting ready to make a move. God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody, somebody got to grab this. I'm telling I need some people that'll catch faith right here. God's getting ready to make a move on your behalf. Somebody praise him here. I know the labor's been hard. I know everything has been rough. I know the season has been difficult to get through. But God's getting ready to make a move on your behalf. Somebody give him praise, honor, and glory right there. Things. A schedule to get better. So this is it. This is the next one. When you bless God, he'll bless you back. Don't miss the text. Jesus turns to Simon and says to him, launch out into the deep for a draw he looks at an empty net and says I'm going to fear that for you you think you can loan me your boat and I'm not bless you back <laughs> Lord have mercy you think you can do something for me and I don't return the favor? Jesus notices that Peter has sacrificially given his boat and now Jesus wants to bless him back. 
come on here. This is it here. When you bless God's work, God will bless you back. Come on, I need somebody to get this. Those of you who are faithful to God's kingdom, God is going to bless you back. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right here. I need somebody to lift your hands right here. And everybody won't like this, but lift your hands and say, God is going to bless me back. Come on here. He's already blessing me. But baby, bless him more. He's going to bless me back. Come on, those of you that advance the work of the Lord, God's going to bless you back. Those of you who minister to the saints, God will bless you back. Those of you, amen, who are giving your best, God will bless you back. God is keeping record of everything you do for him and he will bless you back. Whatever you do for the advancement of God's kingdom, be well assured, he will bless you back. Come on, somebody grab this right here. God has purpose to bless you back. Come on here. God has scheduled a moment to bless you back. You are not for Gotten. He's going to bless you back. Your labor's not in vain. He's going to bless you back. See, some of you don't even feel qualified. But God said, I'm going to bless you back for your labor, for your diligence, for your commitment, for your sacrifice. You said you were going to do it and you stayed on the post. Somebody praise him right there. God said to tell him, I'm going to bless you back. Some of you, I tell you, you really don't feel qualified to do what you're doing you don't even know why God didn't choose somebody else but guess what you said God even though I don't feel qualified I'm gonna be obedient I need somebody right here and he said daughter I'm about to bless you back you out of your comfort zone but you keep going and God said he's going to bless you back for the lives you're touching he's going to bless you back come on here for the deliverance that's coming through your ministry he's going to bless you back I need somebody to praise him because some of y'all are making differences that you don't even know about yet some of y'all are blessing people that ain't even testified yet that's why you can't quit because sometimes you give it and people don't call until two years later but you building testimonies through your ministry your labor is not in vain in the Lord come on I need somebody to praise him right there because see the enemy tell you, ain't nobody listening you ain't really doing nothing come on here baby but let me tell you them that God got listening somebody's being blessed them that are tuning in somebody's being touched them oh come on here that God has put in your path somebody's finding purpose I need somebody to give him praise honor and glory right there I need somebody to praise him right there because God said I'm getting ready to bless you back come on you don't even know the people that have been saved come on here because you have been obedient you don't even know them that were about to flip over but when you spoke up they got recovered I need to praise them right there because this is why I want you to praise him those of y'all that are doing ministry of the kingdom I want you to praise him for the harvest that you don't even know about somebody praise him right there for the lives you're touching that haven't even contacted you for the people you blessing that ain't even said thank you yet come on here God says your ministry is bigger than what you say God I wish I had a praise that'll put something on it right there
Sometimes you look at the numbers. Don't look like them, but I'm in, in that five. You remain faithful. And God said, what I want you to do, I want you to just go ahead and praise me in advance for the lives I'm blessing through you that you don't even know about. I don't even know who I'm talking to this morning because God said, I'm getting ready to do some more. And there's some people that's getting ready to start contacting you, to encourage you, to tell you, had it not been for God using you. God said, go ahead, praise me, because I'm getting ready to give you more strength right here. Come on, I'm getting ready to give you more wisdom right here. I'm getting ready to give you more understanding right here. Come on here, and I'm getting ready to blow on the thing. Because you've been faithful, I'm going to bless you back. Come on here, you would discourage yourself, but you kept on going. You were disappointed yourself, but you stayed faithful. And God's going to bless you back. Some of you had to minister while Joker throw darts at you but you kept on going and God's going to bless you back come on here some of you were misunderstood but you had to keep on doing ministry and God said I see watch me bless you back God I feel the Holy Ghost right there somebody give God a shout a praise right there some of you had to work for the Lord while they were running their mouths against you but you kept on being faithful some of you they tried to stop you from your assignment and you had to go under persecution but God said look here I've been keeping records and I'm gonna bless you back because you didn't quit I'm gonna bless you back because your frustrations didn't retire you I'm gonna bless you back lift your hands in here then call a shout a praise right there I've come to tell you things are scheduled to get better for you cause God's about to bless you back he's getting ready to do it some of you wish your ministry God's getting ready to bless you back and some of you they don't understand it's not just a job for you it's a ministry for the lives you're pouring into he's going to bless you back because your business is really a ministry I'm here to tell you God is about to blow on it and bless you back you ain't gonna have to worry about anything if he's going to bless you back for the difference you're making for the lives you're touching for the people you're helping he's going to bless you back you don't know how much you're blessing the kingdom but God said I'm going to bless you back lift your head open your mouth and give your God a shout right there do you really think that God will allow you to bless his work and not bless you back absolutely not he's going to bless you back you were faithful on the fire and he's going to bless you back you kept others encouraged while they tried to discourage you he's going to bless you back come on here you kept walking in your destiny while they were throwing darts he's going to bless you back i need a praiser in here to 
lift your hand open your mouth and praise God right there God is going to bless me back I ain't looking for men to do it I ain't looking for people to do it God getting ready to bless me back Taylor made blessed is coming my way lift your hand open your mouth I'm giving praise bless me back bless me back bless me back you know my labor bless me come on just look at three people tell them God's about to bless you back People don't even know what you had to minister through. <laughs> but heaven keeps good records. For the times you cried. For the nights you paced the floor. For the times you didn't feel like coming back and came back anyway. Oh, he said, I recorded all of it. I know it ain't been easy on you to hold your spot. But daughter, I'm about to bless you back. And what I'm about to do, your enemies can't stop it. Your naysayers can't cancel it. I'm about to bless you back with an unstoppable blessing. Lift your hand, open your mouth. He told Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your net. You're about to catch something it didn't work for you before but you get ready to come into a large catch lift your head God's getting ready to fill your net I need a praiser that'll give God a shout right there through your tears he's about to fill your net life's been negative but God's about to fill your net lift your head open your mouth I've come to tell you things are scheduled to get better for you somebody holler feel the net Lord 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 can't nobody feel the net like God give me to be a tailor-made blessing God was gonna fill the net with fish cuz that's what Peter needed but God said look here I'm gonna fill the net with what you need I got an overflow designed especially for you God I feel the Holy Ghost right there come on lift your hand and say God's gonna fill the net with exactly what I need God says I know you I've been watching you been keeping tabs on you and I know where to bless you I know where you need it I know how you need it and 
I'm getting ready to fill the net with everything you need. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. I've come to tell you God is about to bless you back. Give your God a shout of praise right there. He's getting ready to give you what you need and bless you with the desires of your heart. God said, I'm getting ready to bless you back. Somebody give him praise. God knows what you've come through. God knows what you've endured. He knows Peter's disappointments. And God says, I'm getting ready to fill your net. Don't worry about what didn't work. I'm getting ready to make it work. Things that didn't happen, I'm getting ready to make them happen. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give your God a shout right there. Sometimes when you go through a season and things don't work out, you ought to make a sacrifice. You ought to give God a praise because God God said, I'll move in the middle of it and I'll bless you back. Lift your hand, open your mouth, everything you do here at Philippi, everything you do for the kingdom of God, everything you do at your local church, everything you do to advance the kingdom of God, every ministry you have to touch the lives of people. God said to tell you, I'm about to bless you back. Lift your head, open your mouth, and give God a shout of praise right here. Ministries will be blessed. Businesses will be blessed. Houses will be blessed. You're on the list for a blessing. God's already scheduled to make it better for you. This is it, next. Don't lose hope because God is not through with you yet. This is the next one. Don't lose hope because God is not through with you yet. Simon said, Master, we have toiled all night. And taken in nothing. But it be cause him master. The, the old ancient Greek word epistatos. Master. Overseer. Superintendent. The one who's in charge. Peter already says you, you seem like a pretty big man. Let me tell you I got something going on here. But I know you're still in charge. We have tired all night and taken in nothing. But that word in the Greek is not one. But God says, I've already scheduled something better. You got to start moving towards it frustrated disappointed but something better is scheduled for you that they have fished all night and caught nothing and Jesus tells them to do it again 
but, but, but you don't understand. We got this down to a science. You healing the sick and raising the dead and all that stuff, but we know the seas. We know where the fish hang out. We, we know this. And we went out there and caught nothing. But, but, but God can move you from a bad night into a brighter morning. I don't know who I'm talking to in here, but I want you to look at somebody tell them, you can bounce back from a bad night. Jesus came in and says to him, I want you to take this ship out. I'm getting ready to fill your net. Now, this is a difficult thing here because how you going to fill my net? This doesn't even make sense. There's a reason we fish nights. The way we fish, we don't need the fish seeing the net. I know you think a fish ain't got no sense. When the fish see the net, <laughs> he's not encouraged to swim towards it. Why do you want us to go out there when they're going to be looking right at the net? It don't seem like it's the time. Oh, come on here. See, see, but, but this is what I love here because Peter says we have told all night. And don't you love this about Jesus? Just when you're about to jump ship, Jesus will come in. And I knew you would do a little light clap on that. I knew you would because you don't want people to know how many times you almost didn't come back. <laughs> you didn't know. You don't want them to know almost how many times you were going to put the net in their chest. Here. Take the net. I'm done. Do you remember that day? <laughs> you said, I'm not going to do this anymore. Ain't got to keep, keep putting up with that. They don't like me. I ain't got to deal with it. They don't want me. I'm done. They can have it. But then you you were reminded who called you to it. <laughs> Has God ever stepped in and interrupted your departure? Has God ever stepped in and saved you? Amen. From making a crazy emotional decision. I know he has for me. That's why I praise him here. At the minute I would have stepped out, Jesus stepped in. And I've come to praise him because he wouldn't let me quit. He wouldn't let me give up. I need somebody to grab it right there. Jesus will show up when you're ready to give up. Just when you're about to abandon.
them the assignment. He'll show up. Come on, you said I can't take it anymore and I can't go any further. But the Lord kept showing up. Just when I needed him the most. Come on. Some of y'all had, had planned to give your final speech and you were done. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> I wanted to say something today. Come on, you're going you gonna to get him and exit. with his good self. <laughs> I wanted to act a fool, but God wouldn't let me. <laughs> Come on, God came in and canceled my plan. Come on, you already had your speech together. You already know what you would say. And some of y'all, you said, I'm going to get them for the old and the new. Come on here, stuff I never said. I'm going to just spit it all out. And ain't it something that God will step in and not act, let you act crazy, not let you do what your flesh wants to do? Come on here, sometimes you just wanted to throw it all the way. But God wouldn't let you blow it. <laughs> I just need somebody to lift your hand and say, I bless the Lord because he wouldn't let me blow it. Had God not showed up, I would have surely given up. We, we, we've toiled all night and caught nothing and you know, hey, we ready to go back to the crib, man. But this is it. The presence of the Lord makes everything better. Now, now I, I love this because I'm asking you now, Peter, I'm commanding you to get back out there. And you say, I just been. I know you been, but this time you going with me. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I need somebody to lift your hand because the presence of the Lord makes everything better. <laughs> this time you going with me this time I'm going to be there and when I'm there favor's there and favor can pull in more than you can pull in lift your hands and give him praise right there what really changed this time Jesus is present this time Jesus is going to help them first time they went out on their own they did it on their own and baby when you do it on your own something's bad to go backwards. Oh, but can I tell you, when you do it with the Lord, 
baby everything is better I need a praise to give God a shout of praise right there God can turn a negative thing into a new thing the presence of the Lord is no joke this time he said make a move I'm gonna be with you I make the difference see Jesus makes the difference in everything Jesus makes a major difference this time Jesus said you got me the presence of God is a game changer God is with us things are scheduled to get better don't worry who you don't have God is still more than enough the Lord is saying this time you have me come on God is saying this time you have me when you got the Lord you've got favor and the presence of the Lord will help you to prosper the presence of the Lord will bring you provision the presence of the Lord will help you overcome your problem somebody give him praise right there I got God and I'm good this is the next one a word from God will set you up for a major win What, what do I have this time that I didn't have last time? Well, you know, last time I was just feeling it and I stepped out. Who told you? I just wanted to do it. But this time, you got a word from God. Launch out into the deep for a drought. Come on here. I'm going to give you so much y'all going to have to drag it. God, I wish I had a praise of him here. See, some of y'all just looking for teeny weeny stuff, and you you just in the wrong church. Amen. Praise God. That ain't what I'm preaching here. Amen. Praise God. Look at somebody, tell them, go big, go bold, go big, go bold, go big, go bold. This one, baby, is gonna be major. Come on here. The disappointment was major. Why can't the delight be major? Lift your hands right there. The bad night was major. Why can't the blessing be major? Come on here, see, I, you know what? We got to stop putting limits on God. And we got to stop letting little-minded people keep us from believing God for big things. Don't miss that. I say you got to stop letting little-minded people keep you from believing God for big things. Come on, y'all. Some of y'all can't think no better because your little mind is circle. Everything you get ready to dream and everything you say, amen, praise God, they talk my why and how, and I don't see it and I don't think. Y'all gonna get enough for talking over big plans with little minded people. I'm expecting great things. Lord, have mercy. I'm believing God for the major. Oh, come on here. Because, see, I'm of the belief that the attack, oh, come on here, cannot be greater than the anointing. That the bad 
nights can't be greater than the blessing. I need a praiser in here. And some of you have been through too much to expect something little. I need a praiser here. There's a word from God on you. I'm going to give you a drought. I'm going to fill your net. And this one baby, you're going to need help to drag it. I need a praiser in here. It's going to be big. It's going to be major. Oh, come on here and lift your head and open up your mouth. I'm here. God is already working a testimony on your behalf. Things are scheduled to get better. Lift your hands right there. God said, I got a word over here. It's a word for something big. It's a word for something major. It's a word for something mighty. Jesus looked at the empty nets and he could see the overflow because God is not intimidated by your nothing. I said, God is not intimidated by your nothing. I've got to quit, but God will move you from the empty to the overflow. God said, I've issued a word of success and it's already over here. There's a word over here that the devil can't stop. There's a word over here that's pregnant with everything you need. When you believe God's word, things are bound to get better. This time you got a word from the Lord. Somebody said, when did I get it? That's why you here this morning. I didn't come to speak for myself. I've got a message from the Lord. Things are scheduled to get better. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. This time it's gonna be big. This time it's gonna be major. And your ladder shall be greater than your beginning. Here it is right here. This is the last one. Faith and obedience is about to lead you into the overflow. I said faith and obedience is about to lead you into the overflow. The Bible said that Peter heard the Lord. He said we've toiled all night and we come nothing. But Lord, it's your word. I need a praise. It doesn't look good. I don't understand you. But if you say it, I believe it. If you declare it, I believe it. If you proclaim it, I believe it. In this hour, you need faith. You need to believe God. We got to believe God like never before. Frustrated, but I believe God. Disappointed, but I believe God. Confused, but I believe God. I need about 10 of you that'll lift your hand. Cry from your belly. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. 
it's been a long night but I believe God it's been a hard season but I believe God lift your head open your mouth and give your God a praise right there Peter said we've toiled all night called nothing but nevertheless nevertheless it's your word nevertheless because you said it nevertheless because you declared it nevertheless because you proclaimed it nevertheless it's your word we will i will cast out my man lift your head somebody in here that got a nevertheless in your spirit out of all you've been through nevertheless out of all you face nevertheless out of all the darts been thrown nevertheless out of all the enemies you had to fight nevertheless out of all the warfare you had to face nevertheless I need a praise that God nevertheless in your spirit somebody holler nevertheless in thy word nevertheless because God said it I'll do what he said because you said it I'll obey because you said it I'll do it obedience will bring you into major blessings obey God and be blessed obey God and experience something awesome lift your head they let down their net and the Bible said they pulled in a great multitude of fish somebody holler it's gonna be big it's gonna be big this is uncommon favor this is a major blessing and they pulled it in and the net began to break it was so many fish that they were not able to pull them in on their own they had to get help from their partners two ships were filled with a great multitude of fishes all kinds of fish y'all ain't saying nothing all kinds of fish were in the net everything you need he'll put it in the net y'all ain't saying nothing every kind of fish you've got on your mind he'll put it in the net spots and croakers flounder and sea mullet oh come on here he'll put it all in the net i need somebody to lift your head and give your god a shout right there i've come by the holy ghost to make a declaration things are scheduled to get better for you i need a praise that i'm feeling right there with a shout of praise come on and feel it come 
on and fill it. Come on and fill it. Come on and fill it. Come on and fill it. Your obedience is getting ready to lead you into your overflow. Somebody praise him right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Come on and put a praise on it right there. I'm done, but I need some faith in the room. I need some faith in the room. If you believe God, I dare you to praise him like the net is already full. Give your God a shout right there. He's filling the net. He's filling the net. Not only filling the net, he's breaking the net. More than you ever imagined. More than you ever dreamed. Give God a shout of praise right there. I need about 10 praises to put a praise right there on your house, on your business. Put a praise right there, right there, right there, right there. Put a praise. Things are scheduled to get better for you. Abundant fish. Overflow. A net breaking blessing. So much so it sunk the ships. The ship wasn't prepared. It was so much they couldn't even carry it. Like they wanted to. God doesn't have a shortage. Everything you need. He's about to summons it. To the net. God, I wish I had somebody that'll praise God right there. 